Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. I was out around town today, boys. By the way, it's Wednesday. You know what that means. Not around you town. Boys today. are back. Back in the What's studio. Up? Friend of the show in real life. While I was out around town, friend of the show says to me, You know, at first, I didn't like Two Men On. I thought it was a dumb name. Oh, okay. Thanks for the feedback. They said, It's growing on me, though. It's pretty good. Okay. Okay, cool. Thanks. Dynamite. What are you gonna, what are you gonna be a contributor? I'm glad it included an and or a but. Yeah. Because I didn't like the way that started. No, and it started off with, I really liked ABQ Central. You know, so did we. So did we. Yeah, you know, it served us. Re- it was there for a while. It was there. It was just... We still got ABQ in one of our names because we're at Talk ABQ on social media. We're at Talk ABQ Productions. That is true. Outside of the booth. And now that there's now that it's a lawless land again in the world of vaccines and mandates, like, I mean, you call your boys, we'll put on any sort of party for you. We don't care. Yeah, we're back now. Yeah, it's, we're cool. We will turn it up to 11 for you and your dearest friends and family. What do you want to do? Have a dodgeball league? Well, we already actually got you set. It's starting an electric playhouse. We're going to start in in April. We just had that big meeting this morning. So your boys in electric playhouse are putting on dodgeball. Get ready for that. We're going to have you out. A lot of fun and exciting announcements surrounding that and following at. Look for social media and registration to go up very soon. So we're excited to put that out. Start recruiting your teams, Albuquerque. Yeah. You're going to play for like eight weeks. It's going to be a team of, I mean, how many people are on a dodgeball team? I feel like. We're talking about Australian rules? Ten. Or? You think it's ten at a time? Eight or ten. I Don't they all eight. line up? I think it's eight. Yeah, I think it's eight. So only bring eight, too. Because if you bring more than eight, someone's not going to play. And I'm not doing any of that dumb rotation, jailbreak stuff. I'm not keeping track. You bring eight, you play eight. I've never played in a, an organized dodgeball. Oh, my gosh. So that was the huge fundraiser when I was in college. Because when I was in college, there was this movie out. What was it called? It was, all right, so it had Vince Vaughn. Okay. And he was the star of it. Oh, okay. It's on the tip of my tongue. Vital, you ever heard of this movie? It's got Vince Vaughn. Ben, oh, the Ben Stiller I, I, one? I can't wait. Anchorman? Is that the one I'm thinking about? Maybe. Could be. Anchorman. That's what it was. So Wedding Crashers was out, and everyone was playing dodgeball. Oh, my God. That was a big year for Vince Vaughn. A big, <laughs> 2000, that 2005-06 was a big year. The breakup came out. Vince Vaughn put out some bangers. He had a run. In the early 2000s. Mashers, too. Nice. Save that joke for tomorrow when, when we're at O'Neill's. In Knob Hill. Old School was 03. Dodgeball was 04. Wedding Crashers was up. Vince Vaughn was on top of the world for a minute. Yeah, he was. And Swingers had come out in 96. I don't know. Do you remember Swingers? I love Swingers. Old school. Did I mention old school already? So money, you don't even know it, Freddie. That's very – he's also in Rudy. on 96 Swingers? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Wow. Was Rudy before or after Swingers? Seems like that was before, wasn't it? Before. He had a part in Zoolander and Be Cool. 
Obviously, Starsky and Hutch was a banger. Be Cool is an underrated banger. That movie was pretty uh, cool. Yeah, Vince Vaughn was on top of it for a minute. I feel like he's still on top of it. I don't know why I said that in past tense. I don't know what the, he was just in that freaky movie. I think people were about that. I don't know. I don't know a lot that he's done. I was really excited for him in a True Detective season two, but that was a that was bad. Underwhelming. Yeah, that was bad. It was underwhelming. He was in Hacksaw Ridge. Do you remember that? It was like a war movie. Oh, that was yeah, good. I, I thought it was that like one. a Hacksaw Jim Duggan biopic. Oh God, I'd watch I'd watch that so many times. There's this sweet Bobby Heenan clip. So Bobby Heenan, obviously, is the inspiration of why I even talk into a microphone. Mm. So Bobby Heenan is doing WCW with Tony Schiavone, and Tony Schiavone is like, and here's Hacksaw Jim Duggan, a college graduate, and Bobby Heenan spends five straight minutes just laughing into the microphone. He couldn't believe that Hacksaw <laughs> was a college graduate? Oh, that is cold. That's the one of the best disses I've ever heard. Bobby Heenan. <laughs> so, 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 uh, yeah. So, so, anyways, they're going on, and Tony Schiavone's like, and he whips him into the corner here, Bobby, and Bobby's like, college scratch. <laughs> he just keeps laughing, and I like as a kid, you're like, this is this doesn't make sense, and now as an adult, you're like, this is Warhol esque. This is I'm strong. This bro. is brilliant. I'm gonna bring up the clip for you. We're gonna put it up on the social media. Sweet. It's just my inspiration, Bobby Heenan. Just laughing at the idea that Hacksaw Jim Duggan went to college because, yeah, he, oh, does, he doesn't paint that picture for sure. No, he does not. We got a lot of feedback yesterday on Adrian Ortega coming out to the program. He's the athletic director for APS. Um, I didn't know there was such a buzz on high. I'm telling you, I've been so far off the mark on high school sports. Coming from where I came from and the way we used to cover sports, it was not one of the pillars of sports coverage, and we have been doing it wrong, and we're going to fix that. Sure. Need more high school athletics on this yes, program. Yes, we do. We're going to do that. If I haven't introduced it yet, my voice is the one of Fred Slow. I'll be with you until 6.30 tonight when my voice will no longer be my voice. My voice will be the voice of J.J. Buck as he brings you. We're at Fresno State tonight. Is that right, Vital? Fresno yep, State? Fresno State on the road. Lady Lobos are on the road at Fresno State. I saw J.J. this morning. He was on the interwebs that was transferred over to the televisions. You, you were playing the opening drive at the YMCA this morning. Yes, I yeah. put on the opening drive at the YMCA this morning. Got to represent the boys in the AM. Alongside me, Van Nunley. Van, how are you? I know you spent the day collecting donations for Make-A-Wish. They got a big event this weekend. Man, the, the outpouring of support that we get is just phenomenal. Very fortunate. Yeah, we're so lucky to be partnered up with such great businesses and nonprofits and just good people. I agree completely. I agree. I'll tell you how I'm doing personally, though. Yes. I'm kind of hypnotized. <sighs> Is this a the... song lyric? Are you about to do a song lyric? I'm, it's not. No. I'm okay. not going to start spitting biggie lyrics. It's no, not the words to <laughs> hypnotize. Ugh. My shirt on this Facebook live stream is, yeah. is aggressive. Does that make you dizzy? It's aggressive in real life. I think I might have to get this out of the rotation. I didn't know what it looked like to other people you think, just now. You think you dress better than you actually dress. If you take this shirt as an example, I think it's done. Vital, can you fit into a schmedium? No. This would look way better on you. Michael, how are you after surviving the uh, Lobos game last night? Uh, 223, everybody. Welcome to Hump Day. Yeah. 
That was bad last it night. It was not good, and I got a big problem with it. Actually, do you have that sound bite? Is that ready? Do you got that right yeah. now? Yeah. I'll Hold jump on. into that right now. Jump into that right now for me. We get Coach Patino after the tough L last night, and I'm going to tell you an L that brought the Lobos back down to earth. We've allowed fatigue mentally and physically uh, to just zap our spirit and uh, zap our enthusiasm, and uh, we're just not ourselves right now at all. Now, we're... Are we a great team when we are ourselves? No, we're, we're a building team, but uh, we have to get back home and establish some type of identity. I mean, what's this? A week ago, we can beat Wyoming at home, and we got the most energy in the world, and we can do it against anyone. And one week later, we take a thump them from Utah. That's not the energy I need, boys. That's not the energy I oh, need they're, at they're all. Burned, they're burned out. You could tell. Well, it didn't take – opponents of the Lobos very long to figure out that there's no one over six and a half foot tall on that team also that that this team goes the way Jalen House goes Mm -hmm. yeah just two points last night one of eight shooting didn't even get to the free throw line two points four rebounds one assists two count them two points well in Mashburn what do you have 13 is that right he had 13 that's you cannot have fifteen points from your two guys that have to score fifty percent of your points. Correct. They have to score sixty six percent of your points. They have to score sixty six point six 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 repeating points of your points. Ooh, evil. They each have to score about forty to fifty combined, both of them. Have like, to. Yeah. For them to win. They just can't score and they can't find anybody else to, to score either, which makes it worse. All right, boys, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. And I didn't want to say this. I didn't want it to be too early. I don't think the Lobos are going to be dancing this year. I don't think they're going to be in the big tournament. No? You know, Michigan won the NIT last year or something. I mean, it's not like there's not good basketball in the NIT. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. If they get invited. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, every game, you're only playing row games anymore, right? So it's like you got to win. you got to win some games in the Mountain West. You just have to. Speaking of, the morning show, the OD is going to be – the opening drive is going to be out at the Mountain West Tournament. Big thank you to everyone that's helping them go out there, including Jersey Mike's, Coleman Vision, Airport Parking at Exit 221, Car Crafters. <gasps> Ooh, that's my favorite. Which what, Car Crafters? No, the Airport Parking. Oh, at 221? Yeah, that's the best one. It's easier, quicker, and smarter. Don't know if you boys know that. And obviously the Albuquerque Hispano Chamber of Commerce. They got their big uh, whiteout gala deal thing coming up. And uh, they called me the other day and they're like, they're, you're in, right, Fred? you you and your lady are coming. It's the, you know it's the exclusive of all exclusive deals in town. I was like, well, actually, I got New Mexico Highlands baseball. No. So. Oh. And also, I was like, if Van didn't invite me, I know it's not exclusive because you get invited to everything. They allow hundreds of people. It's not exclusive. Oh, whatsoever. okay, shoot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of situations where we are quite special. That is not one of. That them. would not be one. No, 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 no. Especially if it's a, a whiteout. I th- or is it? Or is it a? It's a whiteout. It's I a whiteout. Yeah, yeah. It's a whiteout. And I'm not comfortable wearing all white because I look naked because I'm, I'm so Anglo and pasty. You're talking about when you go Casper? Yeah. Yeah. You go full Casper. Yeah, but you like to wear white shirts to work, different kinds. You never go full Casper, though, Vital. Yeah, never go that. full Casper. Never go no. full Casper. Everybody no. knows that. Everyone knows that. That's. Yeah, I mean, people say that. all the, Literally all the time. Yeah. I, I, I heard, heard it this morning at the Y. I, I actually said it to a stranger earlier today, but it was it was because they were wearing a lot of white. Well, he works for Sherman Williams. He had an excuse. During the break, I'm going to post the video of... <laughs> That's a late bloomer, wasn't it? <laughs> it took me a second. That's what painters wear. It's very funny. <laughs> painters wear. 
It's a very good one. Bakers. I'm going to post the video of Bobby Heenan just laughing at the idea that Hacksaw Jim Duggan went to college. I love that. That's <laughs> it's, so funny. it's brilliant stuff. That's and, so funny. And halfway through, you'd be like, all right, this is played out. It is not played out. It keeps going. It's very funny. we got a lot of guests today. Joining us right, at, right after when we get back is Cam Rogers. He is with Lock It In on the Believe.com. It's a good podcasting network. Um, sure. Lots of sports shows. They do an excellent job. So Cam Rogers will be with us. We're going to talk golf a little bit. We're going to talk what's going on with Phil Mickelson. And then we're going to just us boys up until about 545 when we hope to do crosstalk with J.J. Buck. Uh, head coach of New Mexico Highlands University, Mike Dominguez, will join us. Head coach of the Duke City Gladiators, Sherman Carter, will join us today. He will be in studio. We're going to talk about the tryouts that the team just had, and that's how we're going to wrap up the program today. That's exciting stuff. Thank you to John Back Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy for being a sponsor of the, on the studio. Clock, and thank you to Mexican Pinion Coffee. As I'm even as soon right as I started, and I've been a professional for about a million years, I just can't figure out the production clock, boys. 95.9 FM and AMC. Michael, do you need a whip? Do you physically need a whip to keep me straight? Whip. Whip? It's cool not going to work. <laughs> cool whip. Well, here's the problem. I got off the clock when we spent the whole week at the Super Bowl because mm-hmm. then it was all canned interviews. It didn't even matter. Right. And that's where we met friend of the show, Cam Rogers, who's joining us. He's the host of Lock It In, and that's on Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com. Uh, I didn't know about Believe until I met Cam. And I tell you what, it has a plethora of sports and sports-adjacent shows. Check out B-L-E-A-V.com, and obviously check out Cam Rogers. And he's the, uh, he's the guy who's going to talk a little golf with us. Cam, welcome to the program. What's going on, guys? Great to be with you. Great to spend some time out there in SoCal for the Super Bowl. It was certainly a blast. It, yeah. yeah. We had a lot of fun with it, huh? Don't we, I mean, we, uh, we rubbed, on, rubbed elbows there with some of the guys out there, huh? <laughs> I missed you guys at the NFL media party, though. We should have hit each other up. I don't think we ended up doing that. Oh, well, here's so here's the thing. Oh. <laughs> uh, your boy, your boy Van was kind of escorted out by security, so we didn't stay as long as everyone else. But we were there. Yeah, we. Uh, I see, escorted, huh? Interesting. Oh, so kindly escorted. It was a fun night in Southern California for your boys. Um, don't check the hashtags on Twitter. Cam, you're on the program. Obviously, you uh, you do betting analysis. You talk a lot of golf. Uh, you know golf, uh, I mean, better than most and obviously better than anyone I know. Talk to me a little bit about what's going on with Phil Mickelson. Talk to me about why he hates America and the PGA, and he's willing to <laughs> golf for blood money. Oh, God, what a story this is. And I think the curtain is sort of being peeled open here on who Phil Mickelson really is. Hefty. You Let's know, call him Hefty this- moving forward. <laughs> There's this abbreviation fig jam, which is F, I'm good, just ask me. And that's really what Phil Mickelson is known as on the PGA Tour. Of course, I didn't say the actual swear word, but you can piece it together here. Phil sort of comes across as that family man who is super kind and, you know, always takes time for pictures. But let's be real. He's got an ego just like a lot of PGA Tour golfers out there. And so this whole situation, of course, goes back to the Saudi-backed golf league, the Super League that Greg Norman is putting together. And a lot of rumors were swirling for the last couple of weeks. Will they poach away Bryson DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka to go ahead and play for this league, which will shell out a lot of money for these players to play for them. And then, of course, there was Phil Mickelson, and he was pretty mum on it for a while. And then we saw this quote, which is part of Alan Shipnuck's book, soon to be released about how, listen, the Saudi government has done some horrible things, but at the same time, I have some leverage here to change things on the PGA Tour. It's like 
you can't equate those two things. No. You're talking about death versus like you wanting to change the PGA Tour, which, by the way, Phil, what exactly do you want to change? Like anything could be changed for the better, sure, but like what exactly do you want? What's screaming at you that's so bad right now? More and dog so leg rights. Phil, he got absolutely lit up, guys, on social media. Then he put out this apology a couple of days ago, which really wasn't an apology and really just just showed more of his true colors, quite frankly. So really not a great couple of weeks for Phil Mickels. I, uh, I got the apology pulled up right here. And, uh, and quote, although it doesn't look this way, given my recent comments, my actions throughout this process have always been with the best interests of golf, my peers, sponsors, and fans. There is the problem of off-record comments being shared out of context what? and without my consent. But the bigger mm-hmm. issue is I use words that do, neflect, do not reflect my true feelings or intentions. And there's a deep drive in the left field by Castellanos, and that'll be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again, and I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. That's that's very correct. That's very good analysis of the Phil Mickelson apology. <laughs> so from I mean, what, I, what I understand is he thought he was off the record. So Phil was trying yeah. to gain leverage with the PGA for whatever reason he had. We don't know his true intentions yet. But he started running his mouth, and he thought he was off the record. And the journalist was like, uh, I'm using all of this, you fool. It's the guy that's writing his autobiography. Yes. Nothing is right. off the record when you're talking to the guy writing your life story. And if you say this is off the record, then I stop writing your life story because that's not what it goes out. That's not how it works, Philip. Yeah, and look, Phil straight up lied in that apology, guys. It was on the record. Alan Shipnuff said he clarified with Phil that that discussion was on the record at the time back in November of 2021. And so, like, this is just Phil making an excuse sandwich right now. Like, oh, I'm trying to be a martyr for the PGA Tour. And, like, in the end, you guys are all going to thank me sort of situation. And it's like... Uh, really? And, you know, it's really amazing how everybody went at him. I mean, Rory McIlroy, Billy Horschel, Brooks Kepka, everybody went at him. It's so Phil, obviously, rightfully so, is taking some time away from the game of golf. I'll tell you what, guys, if Phil Mickelson and somehow Tiger Woods both come back to golf for the Masters, that will be the greatest Masters in terms of buzz ever because you have two titans of the game coming back from one, an injury, and another, a PR nightmare. He said, I know I have not been my best and desperately need some time away to prioritize the ones I love most and work on the man I want to be. Uh, What that is, boys, that's a double secret probation, suspension from the PGA. Uh He 100%, 100% has been told not to come play with your boys right now. Sorry, KPMG. Mm Got to go home. Callaway's going to be... Yeah, it's like... Callaway's next. Yeah. Yeah. Ford is like, nah, we good. We good. You know, they don't want to make left-handed clubs anyways. They're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God we get rid of this guy. Uh, One well, less lefty on the PGA Tour. So, I mean, Phil Mickelson, you know, he's got a really good media presence. Everybody thinks, like you said earlier, he's this cool, right. jovial family guy. This isn't the first time he's done something stupid. Like, he got a slap on the wrist for insider trading recently. Like, that wasn't that long ago. Like, does this just melted people's memory already? Yeah, he's had a couple of gaffes in his career. And, look, I'm not here to, like, completely bash Phil Mickelson. He's done some amazing things for (laughs) the PGA Tour. 
as you guys know as well. I mean, he's been an entertaining voice on social media. You know, he's been very engaging with fans. And obviously, I think what he brought to the forefront with the matches versus Tiger and Manning and Brady and raising money for charity, I think is all a great thing. But, yeah, I mean, Phil Mickelson has run into some trouble before. This is probably his worst, though. I mean, just looking at that quote again, I have it right in front of me, truly staggering that he said to uh, Alan Shipnuck back in November. It's like he doesn't have any knowledge of foreign policy. And, listen, I don't either, guys. I'm not exactly CNN here, but even I know, like, you can't equate those two things. So, you know, it's a good thing he's taking time away here to sort of figure things out, or at least as, as we think. He's taking time away on his own accord. Host of Lock It In, Cam Rogers is joining us. Easiest to find him on Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com. But really look up Cam Rogers, Lock It In, Google it. You're going to find all the places you can get podcasts and accessibility. And you put out one yesterday because you, I mean, you know a little bit about betting on the game there, Cam. So talk a little bit about the Honda Classic this weekend. Talk about uh, what I should do to make me more interested uh, money-wise. Yeah, absolutely. So we are starting the Florida Swing this week here, guys, going to Palm Beach Gardens, PGA National at the Jack Nicholas Golf Course. It's going to be a difficult test here. When we're talking about Florida golf, we're talking about unpredictable wind. We're talking about a lot of water. We're talking about really just an unpredictable leaderboard in general. Matt Jones is your defending champion, came out of nowhere and won last year. Sunjay M won in 2020. Keith Mitchell back in 2019. Justin Thomas in 2018. So you're seeing a mixture of long shots, but also some chalky guys as well. You know, you look at the odds board for the outright market. I'm going down a little bit toward like the 40 to 1 number here. And I like a guy like a Russell Knox, who is top 10 in strokes gained approach and in proximity from 150 to 200 yards, which is a very key bucket this week. One of the best performers of the bear trap as well, guys. Really lights the ball accurately in the wind. 40 to 1, pretty good number in my opinion. He's a guy I'm looking at this week. So no who, Matt Jones. It's all about Russell Knox. All right, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Yes, sir. I don't hate that at all. And also, I feel like if you're Scottish and you go to Florida. You're like, what is this? What is this warmth? What am I doing here? How yeah. how I experience this? How so? That's what you're saying. So forty to one, that's the play, and that's what's going to make me watch all weekend. That's it. Just a little sprinkle, though, because I don't want you coming at me with pitchforks if uh, you put your life savings on Russell Knox. Oh, we're poor. Yeah, no, no. no. Oh, we don't have a lot of money. No, we could we could get the we could get the stick part to the pitchfork, but we have to put the pitchfork. <laughs> that's in layaway. Yeah, and only if this comes through do we on the blue light special get the final payment. Unless you help me pawn my pitchfork, yes, then I'll come at you. Uh, you are releasing every week for every tournament. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, Golf Bets on Us is part of the Lock It In umbrella. Of course, I do interviews every week, and then I do my 10 best bets in 10 minutes every Friday for the weekend sports action. So I talk a little college basketball and, uh, of course, NFL with that over, though. It's a lot more uh, college hoops, a little bit of NBA, too. But, uh, yeah, so I'm covering it all right now. What's the what's the aftershocks of this uh, Brooksy Bryson beef? Is this is hmm. it over over? Was it just a, a show in the beginning, or what's going on here? I'll tell you what. I mean, that was the biggest farce. I sort of believe you. in it too. <laughs> Thank like, you. That's the sad thing. <laughs> like I got, got worked. Same. And then you know, guys, the pinnacle of it was the match last November, right? Brooks versus Bryson settling it, and it's like, well, hold on a second. The sheer fact that they talked to each other to actually make this happen right. lends me to believe they don't actually hate each other. Sure. You know what I mean? 
And so it was an absolute snooze fest, too. Like, they were both so boring on the microphone. In fact, Phil Mickelson saved that broadcast because he was a part of the uh, commentating crew. And so, yeah, I think this is really nothing now, and we need something else to sort of push out some golf content. And Phil Mickelson PR nightmares may save us for now, but we want something on the golf course, too, in terms of a rivalry. All right, who's, who's the next one? Who's the next rivalry coming up? Where's, where's the Biggie Tupac love in uh, PGA? Well, as far as, like, you know, dislike for each other, I really don't know, guys. As far as really good play on the PGA Tour as we stand, Patrick Cantlay and John Robb are far and away the best players on tour right now so far in 2022. And it's not even close if you look at the strokes game stats. So those two guys could have some interesting showdowns at the major championships this year. I might have to do some more digging in terms of who actually truly dislikes each other. But it won't even matter because you want to see it on social media, kind of like what we saw with Brooks, Kepka, and Bryson DeChambeau. So I guess we'll have to stay tuned a little bit on that. Cam, we're going to do our absolute best to have you on more often because you're a world of knowledge and a world of talent. And if we connect with you on Monday, if all goes well after this bet I just placed, I could be a 400 air, boys. Ooh, yeah, buddy. yeah. I, I'm going to ride the Knox train all the way to Fort Knox to cash in this big $10 <laughs> Betsy I just put down. So get ready for a world of excitement. Cam Rogers, you're the best. Appreciate you guys. Take care, all right? Yes, sir. Thank you, buddy. He knows the game. Oh, knows the you game. You think? Yeah. I bet our listeners are freaking out that we had a knowledgeable guest. Yeah, they're, they're like, what's it? Golf coverage? Uh, what? Actual? He knows what he's talking about? Yeah, I'll tell you what got me excited about golf coverage was I was listening to the opening drive the other day, and they were talking golf for a minute in the morning with uh, UNM. Oh, what's UNM's golf head coach? It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, oh, my gosh. I feel like a jerk. Symbietta can swing it. So yeah. I've heard. He he won't invite me out. I told him if you get if you need a fourth, Glenn, I'm your guy. Uh, Glenn Glenn Milliken. Okay. So yeah. So anyways, and I was like I was like you know what? like golf talk to me on the radio is like golf on TV. Like it's very good, and I don't realize it until I'm a part of it. Like I'm always I don't ever think to plan around it. Anyways, we're making effort with Cam moving forward because I like him a lot. All right, I found boys. It took me a little bit longer than I thought it would. I found the Bobby Heenan clip it's going up on social media while we are away so get ready for that more two men on whenever we get back 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports team was that right that's exactly right that is exactly right this song has had more miles on it then I think it abs- it even comes close to deserving. This song has been around for 20 years, and I don't know why. It's very catchy. Is it Modest Mouse? Is that right? That's right. They had, they had a couple bangers, too. I don't know the name of that album. The one with Float On. It's the name of the song. That's this Title one. track. <laughs> that's, that's this song you're thinking of. Good news. Like, do you know a, a mouse that's not modest? Have you met like a... <laughs> yeah, Jerry. <laughs> uh, and I hate him. And I hate Jerry, Jerry more than anything. What did Jerry do to you? Are you messing with him? Right? Tom could have lived a super comfortable life. He had a home. He had a family that loved him. And he couldn't get through one solidarity. I've never met one boastful, braggadocious, conceited mouse my whole life. They've all been <laughs> modest. 100% of them. You got swagger. Yeah. Mickey built a palace in Florida. Keep saying this dumb stuff. Mickey didn't do that. (laughs) His creator did. Good news for people who love bad news is the 2004 release by Modest Mouse featuring Float On, Ocean's Breeze Salty, 
Bury Me With It. I mean, there were lots of bangers on this one. I don't know any of those other songs. Oh, no, they're big. Okay. Yeah. Um, what, what year did you say? The World at Large was on there. So this has been 2004. Oh, 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 four. Oh, my God. I was a pinkies out, underground only indie guy at the yeah. time. I wouldn't know anything about pop music from like 01 to 05. That was kind of more like club music. This? Yeah. I, I don't know what the, this is. Yeah, was Oceans like... was big in Vegas when I was living out there. The Ocean Breeze Salty? Yeah, for some reason, guys were mixing it, it was, up. Uh, it's, it was everywhere. It was everywhere. Huh. And Blame It on the Tetons was a big one. All these were big. Yeah, on that was what? a good one. Blame It on the Tetons. Okay. Is that an innuendo? <laughs> okay, so it looks like they have put out other albums since, which if you were to be like, hey, Fred, name an album that Modest Mouse put out since Good News for People Who Like Bad News. I would have said, trick question. <laughs> but no, they they really got some stuff. Well, if you'd ask me, you should have bet the under, and the over-under was 0. .5. Albums, not, I, I knew zero of them. It's not Run the Jewels, though. It is no Run the Jewels. You are correct. Well, no, because I will never see Modest Mouse at Sister Bar. <laughs> Again, that was not the same band. You were very confused. When I was a child, I thought that... Like all, like all cats hated mice and all mice hated cats because of Tom and Jerry. And for some reason, I thought cats and dogs didn't get along. I don't know where that came from. Was that also a narrative in Tom and Jerry? What cartoon had cats hating dogs? That has to be from something in my childhood. Because I've never in my real life seen a cat and a dog hate each other. I've never in my, in my real living outside of radio life seen a dog and a cat be like, we don't get along. I've seen them get temporarily violent with each other. I think that's just more of a territorial thing. But look, Ren and Stimpy, they got along, right? That's a cat and a dog. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, cat Dog, the cartoon Cat Dog, where a cat and a dog were one animal. They got on along. I mean, they had to. They were connected. Didn't Sylvester the cat hang out with a bird? Correct. Tweety I'm, Bird. Tweety. So I never had an idea that cats hated birds, but I feel like cats actually do hate birds. Well, cats just want to eat birds. But that is food. Why they, they climb into the trees at night. They are food. That was the Sylvester thing, and then the grandma would like hit Sylvester a lot until he puked Tweety Bird back out. Right. Cartoons were kind of brutal when we were kids. Uh, cartoons were insane when we were kids. Especially the way they portrayed racial stereotypes. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're making a really good point here. Yes. I had a lot of exposures I didn't understand as a kid. I mean, obviously the excuse is like, oh, it was a different time. They don't know what they were doing. Yes, you did. Who's they? Yes, you did. I mean, the creators of the cartoons. Like, you knew. Best tweet of the day. Are you ready? Hit me. The New York Jets today. Did you see this? I did not. Oh, gosh. I never look for any information on the Jets whatsoever. <laughs> Similar. Okay. But the New York Jets today. Quote, three weeks until free agency begins, so friendly reminder. Resign, re-sign, equals to sign another contract with the team. Oh, damn it. I do. I did see this. Resign, <laughs> same word, no dash, equals to voluntarily leave a job. Okay, thanks. Let's have fun. What are the Jets doing here? Their Twitter service is so good. Who is, was that dig specifically at? Who cares? The resign and resign. I'll tell you, it's people that at 
Uh, the, the Jets. Yeah. So, like, Jets fan, which, by the way, the Jets have spent their whole career telling their fans how to spell Jets. So they're really educational-based fan. I don't mm-hmm. know if you recognize that. Mm-hmm. So they obviously all the time get added, and they're like, hey, you need to resign this player. <laughs> and they're like. Why? What did he do? Yeah, why? Why do we need to make him resign from the team? <laughs> very rude of you. <laughs> it's so funny. He did nothing wrong. He's a wonderful person. Oh, CM Punk, when he left WWE a million years ago, seven years ago, he tweeted, there's a difference in the word quitter and quieter. And people were like, what oh does this God. mean? He's talking to you. <sighs> I don't see how people haven't figured out these basic ones. Like, lose and loose. Oh, yeah. Like, you are, lo- are you loosing your mind? How? That was one. I remember that one from like growing up playing athletic, like high school sports. Yeah. And like a kid would make a sign. Hope you don't loose. Yeah. Like, like, what? Loose what? My morals? My belt? <laughs> what am I loosing? It's L O S E, is lose. Also, you're going to get a bunch of those articles that are like, top 10 free agents that the Jets should resign. <laughs> People are going to be like, what? Priorities for the upcoming season. <laughs> all, all they're doing is they're asking internet trolls to mess with them. Yes, which is what the internet should be. <laughs> it's, uh, hey, moving forward, they only do signs extension. <laughs> like they're like, forget it. Roy McIlroy, or not Roy McIlroy? What's the name of the quarterback? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Got to, got to re-sign him. Okay. They may want to look at another quarterback after the year he had. I love grammar Nazi stuff on the internet. I love it when it's like, you're dumb. Y-O-U-R. Yeah. Dumb. <laughs> what are you doing, guy? I own dumb? Yes. Because that's you... what Y-O-U-R dumb means. I have dumb. We teach you how apostrophes work. I love when like I'll put up a post online. And then somebody like really tries to dig and they mix up your and your and my whole response will just be It's aster- only that asterisk your yes and not say anything mm-hmm. ever again for the rest of my life. That's my go to move. I love that move. <laughs> yeah. It's a freebie, Albuquerque, you're welcome. Your your and your? Yeah. There's probably four yours and I don't even know it. Four yours and seven years ago? There you go. Yeah, there's like a British your. You're like, what? Like Y-O-R-E, like the olden days? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Legend in your. And you're like, what? Okay. Not ye old, your old. Yeah, that's... (laughs) Is this King Arthur? The Jets have won the internet today. I'm still a Jaguars guy, guys. Jaguars. Jaguars. Jaguar. When we get back from the break, Tom Brady has announced his first post-playing move, boys. We'll get that to you after this. We're two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I 
I had a baby named Jane, she could shake that thing. Said her daddy used to hang with Johnny Coltrane. She sang on Soul Train with a friend named Jen. Her booty was bigger than a Mercedes Benz. Jen was a hurdy gurdy, dirty little girly. I heard it from a birdie, she could cook a mean turkey with gravy. Baby, 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 baby was Jen's best friend. And maybe, if you were lucky. It takes me back, man. Mickey, Mickey. Yes, it does. It takes me back to. Like my iPod shuffle. Work it out. Shake it, little mama. <laughs> Tom Brady is announced. Post football. He's decided he's no longer a superstar of NFL boys. He's a superstar of Hollywood. Shane Fonda, excuse me, Tom Brady, to star in a new uh, Inspired by True Story movie about four best friends from New England that take a life-changing trip to the 2017 Super Bowl to see their quarterback hero, Tom Brady, starring Lily Tomlin, which I love. Yeah, you go ad nauseum on Lily Tomlin. I love Lily Tomlin. Jane Fonda. Rita Moreno, who I don't know as well, but she's very famous. She's you know, famous. it's funny you said that because I couldn't picture her in anything either. And she is huge. Oh, she's been in everything. Yeah. My absolute childhood crush of all time, Sally Lord, Field. West Side Story, The King yeah. and I, Oz. Yeah, she's excellent. And then a guy named Kyle Marvin who doesn't matter because he's lucky to be on screen with everyone I just named. It's called 80 for Brady. I will see it. I will see it in theaters. Tom Brady is named in the title. He's yes. the executive producer. He's mm-hmm. the producer. Yes. And he's also going to act in the movie. Correct. He's going to be the best actor in Hollywood. I want to be very transparent on that. He's the next Daniel Day-Lewis. You sound like a crazy person, and I'm not going to stop you. Go on. Okay. So you're going to tell me that whenever he came out, drafted in the sixth round, pick number 199 overall, you're going to tell me that people believed he at that point was going to be the greatest quarterback in the history of football? No, they did not, Van. Just like now, as the Academy doesn't believe in him. Well, they don't need to because Tom Brady believes in himself. Uh, quit calling me the Academy. My name's Van. Your name right now. I don't believe in him. Oh, you are the Academy. <laughs> so the movie, actually, it's a road trip about a guy who goes from Florida to California to announce he's signing with the 49ers. So that's... <laughs> I need to see Tom Brady in a movie oppo like Eric Andre. Like, give me Tom Brady like a fish out of water. You put, you know how The Rock and Kevin Hart have like a duo. Sure. I need Tom Brady to be the opposite to Eric Andre in a duo. You got it all wrong, Freddie. Oh, it's Rob Gronkowski and Tom Brady jumping into acting together. Nope. Yes, I agree completely. Face Off Two. No. Starring Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. I hate that. I love it. <laughs> You're welcome, Hollywood. Shut up and take my money. Actually, can you... How much of a delay? Can can you take that out? Because I don't want to give that idea away. No, now. it's already gone. Now that I said it out loud. Damn it. 80 for Brady. Starring everyone I had a crush on in the 80s. 80s crush for Brady. That's what it is. I'm about it. I'll see it. Hey, Sally Field oh, gosh. has still got it. Sally Field is my all-time Women Crush Wednesday. Vitaly, is she in your Rolodex? Can you call her? Can we get her on the show? I'll try. 
Thank you. She might not be in his Rolodex, but she's in his slideshow. Whenever, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever we get back from the break, or excuse me, after this, USFL draft was yesterday, boys. Let's break it down. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Joining us on the friend of the show, Highline, the mailman. Mailman, welcome. What's happening, fellas? Oh, we're just laughing a lot. We thought about doing a sports show, but we got distracted by our own inside jokes. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> the, one, the one I caught was Jets and Jaguar in the same paragraph. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, no, I mean, maybe paint the picture for me in case I don't. You're talking about Jet Jaguar. Jet Jaguar was Jaguar. The, uh, you are. one of the heroes in the Godzilla movies. Yep. Yep. Which, oh. which was the first time you ever seen Godzilla do a drop kick. That Sliding is across the ground on his tail. A, that is a deep take from Mailman, and thank you. <laughs> Jet Jaguar was also one of the Jet aliases. Jaguar. He was a robot that could that could uh, make yourself grow tall. So he was normal size most of the time, but then when he had the fight, he could uh, make himself grow tall, and then he was as big as Godzilla was. Mailman, you'll like this deep cut right here. Jet Jaguar was also one of the aliases. For one of my favorite rappers, MF Doom. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel you. I feel you. Um uh since you guys are my brothers mm-hmm. and uh and, and uh Robert Butt Diesel ain't in the ain't in the studio. Live tonight at Rebel. Me, can y'all bring me a jacket out here? It's a little chilly. Yeah. Uh, I told uh I told Carla, I mean uh um yeah, well, I mean, I understand a little bit about barometric pressure. I understand cold winds coming down off the mountain. Uh, the Sandia wind, I believe is what it's called by the locals. Uh, uh, be on the lookout for a uh, wintry mix. And obviously, I think, are we officially in Stormwatch, boys? All right, so we're now in Stormwatch. So everyone keep their eyes tuned for Stormwatch. Also, you can see Buck D tonight, Mailman. Robert is hosting the Gong Show at Revel tonight, and that starts immediately uh-huh. after this program at 7 p.m. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I, I'm going I'm to I'm let that one slide because he still owed me about three days, and uh, he, ain't paid, he ain't paid them back yet. But y'all, if one of y'all see him, y'all be sure to tell him the leg breakers. Working for the mailman is coming to collect since he ain't paid off the rest of his debt yet. And that's the debt from uh, him spending all that time out there in Cali, and he ain't made it up spending the, uh, spending the same amount of time here with us at Albuquerque who got his back. But anyway, I digress. I'm going to go ahead and leave that with y'all so y'all can write that down and go get him tonight. But anyway, what I wanted to tell you about well, since you were getting ready to talk about football, mm-hmm. man, I've heard all kinds of crazy rumors about what the Steelers is, going to do, is doing, and it's hurting my feelings right now. Russell I, Wilson. That's I know some doing. of the crap they talking is smoke is smoke signal, but I don't know where they head is at. Because usually I can figure out which way they're going. Right now, I don't know what the heck they're doing. So well, what the they... rumor was that these cats are talking about holding on to uh, – Mason Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer and uh have him uh be a starter and I'm like, what the hell is y'all thinking? That dude couldn't start his way out of his driveway. But anyway, um 
now, uh, you know, there's quite a few Jews on the free agency market, but I'm hearing nobody's going to make the move till Aaron decides what he's going to do. And, I, you know, I would prefer if he came to Pittsburgh, but now I'm hearing that he's still got one more year under contract. And, and I'm hearing also that if Green Bay is going to be jerks and they're going to hold on to him, they're not going to let him go where he wants to go. I, so if he, even if he wanted to go to Pittsburgh, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I got a, I got the take here though, and it's man, man, we appreciate you obviously reaching out. the The take on this one is Brian Flores. So because Brian Flores signs with the Steelers, mm-hmm. he still has that Deshaun Watson connection because he, he wanted Deshaun Watson. Yep. And you're noticing now all the legality stuff around Deshaun Watson is really speeding up after it was going nowhere for nine months. Right. So you're going to get a settlement outside of court. So you're never really going to know what happened to Deshaun Watson. I tell you what, yep. it was bad. I'm going to be honest, it was bad. Yeah. Is a hundred percent bad, but he, one, one allegation you could be like, well, could be just you know one crazy person trying to get some money when it's twenty three people. Yeah, that's serial. Deshaun Watson was like, "This is." I thought this was twenty three in me. <laughs> that's what Deshaun Watson said. So they're going to send anything to Houston so that Houston can send Deshaun Watson away. Deshaun Watson's going to end up Pittsburgh Steeler. He ended up a quarterback, and he's going to play under Mike Tomlin and Brian Flores. And if there's two guys you're not going to screw up underneath of, it's those two guys. Those are the guys that are going to keep you straight. So your quarterback for the Steelers next year will be Deshaun Watson, bet. Once they got Brian Flores, I started to think the same way. And another another big thing that people aren't considering is all this Aaron Rodgers speculation talk. Needs to be considered. He is under contract. He has a contract next year. He's not a free agent. He's not his own agent. He just can't decide that he doesn't want to go. If he doesn't show up for work, he doesn't get paid. He's under contract. So, yes, I mean, the speculation is first, before all the, the dominoes fall, you got to see where Aaron Rodgers goes. Aaron Rodgers is under contract with the his Green Bay His number Packers. is $26.9 million? Yeah, he he wants to. He, he there's a possibility of him getting a buyout. Could be you know ring true there. Because you're right, he's under contract till 2020 till the end of 23. Correct. Twenty six point nine million dollars. That's cheap. That is pennies on the dollar yeah, for Aaron Rodgers. That's very dirt cheap. If you adjust for inflation. That might be the cheapest MVP of all time. So because the final year Rodgers contract voids the seventh day before the 2003 league year, that means that he can't be hit with the franchise tag. This is so smart. Mm-hmm. So you have to, if you're a Green Bay Packers, franchise Adams, and you franchise Adams so that you keep Rodgers. Because if you don't keep Adams, you're not gonna, Rodgers is going to end up doing whatever you want to do. Correct. And Roger's the type of person. Roger's the type of personality. They'll just quit. Oh, this is so funny. Our show teaser from today was that we promised we won't talk about Aaron Rodgers. Man, it always. That's right. <laughs> always talking talk Aaron Rodgers. That's where the money's at. And also, the conversation now is because obviously he hates Jordan Love. 
Obviously. Oh yeah. Yeah, he Just stay and stick it to him. Hundred. Yeah, hates Jordan Love more than anyone. And now the conversation is Jordan Love's going to go become a Washington Commander, and he's going to lead them to ships. <coughs> Trade him. Packers GM said Jordan Love's not going anywhere either. Neither of our quarterbacks are going anywhere. Quit the speculation. That's because they have pretty th- cut and dry right there. They have three years on Jordan Love, and I'm not bringing in a new guy when I already have two years on a first round guy. And I have three more years on that contract because that's just wasting the last two years. If they do get rid of Aaron Rodgers, it's gonna. It has to be the most lopsided deal in the history of football, like Herschel Walker lopsided deal. That's the only way that happens. You're a fool to get rid of a four-time MVP who's still playing in his prime. Hear me out here. Okay. The numbers say. According to OverTheCap.com, which seems reliable, I don't know. Rodgers, you keep him, 26.8. That's what it cost you. Mm-hmm. You get rid of him, though. However you get rid of him. 19.9 comes free. You put 19.9 around Jordan Love as your quarterback, you can pay Devontae Adams. You could, you could get Jarvis Landry. Well, I mean, what they're already doing, I mean, you saw a little bit of it today. They restructured nose tackle Kenny Clark's contract. Who? And they just shaved $10 million off the salary cap. There's a nose tackle that makes more than $10 million? Yeah. That is very, stupid. He's very good. For what? He's a three-time fall pro. Yeah, he's, he's one of the best in the he's biz. He's one of the best. Yeah, he's one of the best in the biz. Boys, he just sits in the middle. Yeah, and you can't run the ball on him. Do you remember Tony Saragusa? That's all you need in the middle. You just just keep feeding him. The goose. Like that, feeding him food? Yes. They just sit there. That is not how it works and, whatsoever. And you put your big wingspan out and you grab two guys. That's called holding. And you're telling me that's worth $10 million? No. If you could do it without holding, yes, it's worth $10 million. You don't, they're going to block you no matter what. You don't even have to get to anyone. Nose tackle? Okay, well, tell that to Aaron Donald. You dump the center. Block down. That's the whole thing. You just do it's so easy, Fred. They don't even have to play four downs. I can't believe no one ever thought about that until you just now. They only played the two downs, and they bring in a different guy on third down because the guy's not even good enough to play. Th- All right, so he makes $10 million, and he only plays. And that's only if they stop him in a series, which they probably won't because what's the because you're wasting all your money in the defensive line. And this salary cap thing you're talking about, this is like the Bill Belichick trick of cheating the salary cap that they used with Tom Brady all these years. Is that what you're talking about? By the same logic, what you're saying is, I can't believe Aaron Rodgers makes $26 million when he doesn't have to play on special teams. What would he play on special teams? He only teams? plays one out of three plays. Jordan Love's the holder. Jordan Love is not the holder. Who's the holder? <laughs> I feel like backup quarterbacks are the holders. Tim Mathstay, the punter. All right. I don't know if he's cool or not, but I'll tell you what's not cool. So you're going to see the Packers doing this more and more and more is restructuring deals so they can afford a couple pieces to put around Rodgers to keep him happy, including whatever astronomical amount that they have to pay Devontae Adams next year. A franchise tag for a top-five player right, is going to be expensive. Let's say Graphic Connections gets the contract to print Green Bay Packers apparel, okay? Okay. They're printing Andre Adams shirts and jerseys. Not a person. Devontae. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Andre Adams plays for the New Mexico Highlands Cowboys. Very good. 
That's close. Quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, shirts and jerseys. Yeah. Zero Matt Ryans. What was this cat's name from the nose tackle? Kenny Clark. Yeah, zero Kenny Clarks. They make Kenny Clarks. No. Graphic connections. With, if you call them like, hey, let me, that, let me get that Green Bay Kenny Clark, they would be like. He's like, we're making four, and they're all in triple X, but they're making some. For the Clark family? Like, I don't understand. No one, no one cares about Kenny Clark. Was that a dig at the Clark family size? That's Is he a big boy? Of course, he's a nose yeah. tackle in the NFL. So, so yes, it's he's a the biggest X. boy that the human body can make. Freaking Mike By Towers two X T shirts, and he's not big at all. I think it's more of a comfort thing. Is that what it is, Michael? You it's, need a, it's a comfort thing. Yeah. Yes, you yeah. swim in him a little bit though. His so it's because I lost over twenty pounds. Ooh, his tailor would not let him wear double X. No, and you know it's a weird thing. Yeah, I've known Michael for three years now. I have no idea what your birthday is. He he won't tell anybody either. Well, what's the deal with that? Um, if he gives no, it, I, I did last year. If he gives yeah. his if he gives his On real the day of birthday, my birthday, if he gives his real birthday, then that makes it even easier for the Gambino crime family to catch up with him. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> is that it? Because you then his, then his witness witness protection is screwed. You don't remember your witness re- relocation protection birthday? Uh, I'm going to be moving soon. That's know. <sighs> <laughs> no, my birthday's coming soon. It's. Have we worked together on your birthday and you didn't mention it to us? Yes, I have. In fact, uh, <laughs> twice. That is so dumb. Probably. I just found a uh, pumpkin seed in my shirt pocket. I'm getting a little. <laughs> I'm getting a little sloppy <laughs> with this trail mix over here. The last time you wore that shirt was at like a farmer's market. Is that what you're saying? The last well, time I'm you wore, eating, I'm eating trail mix like right now. So I'm hoping it's from this batch. You were at the Rio Rancho Event Center for Harvest Fest, and that's yeah. the last time you wore that shirt. <laughs> different unbaked pumpkin seed but sure thank you to chisholm trail rv for being part of the program we'll be on the road <laughs> with chisholm trail tomorrow as we're live from o'neill's and knob hill baked. we got so we had a good program tomorrow yeah what about unbaked you, it's just called raw right <laughs> just raw seeds <laughs> unbaked seeds i'm i'm becoming my own pet peeve unbaked like, un, like unsweetened tea you mean are you unbaked like just cookie dough is that what you're saying <laughs> Un- raw. unbaked pumpkin seed yeah. it's just a pumpkin seed you're raw, it's just raw man i get so mad at people when they say unsweetened tea like it's just plain tea just say tea there's tea and there's sweetened tea <laughs> that bothers you it I- bothers me so much <laughs> I like, unsweetened tea you know what that entails you know what that means like somebody sweet. sweetens the tea yeah and then takes the sugar out what kind of psychopath sweetens tea <laughs> and then takes the sugar out of the tea? LaCroix. It's LaCroix, but whatever. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> Zoom in on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, boys. Do you miss football yet? Super Bowl's over. Like, Are you, are you having like the, I miss football so much, I don't know what I'm going to do, energy? It was a boring weekend, the first one without it, but I wouldn't go that far. Was it a boring weekend, Michael? Or maybe you're just bo- because you're I, used to you're used to having a game on or games on. Out of last this weekend, I don't know about you. You took an extra day off. I like after I, the roasting of you at your 40th birthday party. You needed a day to recover. You you crawled into a hole, filled that hole with your own tears. I thought that was part of the deal. You get to make fun of me. And then I take Monday off. Inside baseball. Wasn't that a handshake deal? For the friends of the show, me and Robert were sitting in here on Monday. We're about ready to start the show. 
text me and hey where you at he's like no i'm not i'm not willing to look at you too that's what you said to us that's only partially true so i just can't handle you two today i already had it on my calendar as a day off but also after the things the horrible horrible things you said to me i didn't want to look you in the eye until tuesday said a lot of funny things <laughs> we had a we had a roast for van michael that you didn't attend i don't want to talk about that right now on air but that's a very sore subject to me this past weekend and van's family was in attendance and me and robert who are both uh, either professional comedians or comedian adjacent we prepared a lot of jokes but the best jokes were told by van's loved ones yeah it's true <laughs> um oh your mom roasted you your dad roasted you your sister roasted you your brother-in-law roasted you oh man everybody in my family has a good sense of humor and we do not pull punches when no. we're talking about each other <laughs> this there's Everything I'm about to say in this upcoming sentence is 100% true. Van's biological sister and brother-in-law left with one of Van's ex-girlfriends. It's a 100% true story. Okay, okay. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) USFL draft was this past week, which I mean yesterday and today. All right, here it is, boys. Okay. In the USFL, which is the same USFL that your hero, Donald Trump, created in the 80s. USFL drafted brand new teams to start football in April. Did you hear me? Guys, they're getting together today to be able to play by April. I hope they're in shape. There's only eight teams. They're not going to play that many games. And it comes down to, I guess, like a Super Bowl-style game in Canton. Between whoever gets there. Cool. How long did the first USFL last? Was like it l- three seasons? <laughs> so less than the Trump administration? Uh, yep. So, <coughs> excuse me as I clear my throat. So they do the draft in a weird way. And when I say weird, I mean it's only weird because I'm identifying it as weird just because it's not the way the NFL does it. Three years. 83, 84, 85. That's what I said. So on round one, it was quarterbacks. Round two through four was all defensive ends. I got I got just the weirdest, uncomfortable problems with the way this draft was held. Oh, yeah, it's super weird. Rounds five. For, forcing you to draft a position. Like, what if you don't want that guy? Yeah. What do you like? I don't. I don't want a defensive end. We got a three-four. Like what? What? Why are you making me do this? Well, and what if you're? What if he also is like a really good special teams long snapper? Then you're kind of cheating it, right? Yeah. Or you just you can call, like the best wide receiver, in the league. Well, here he's an edge rusher. Yeah. Have you seen him run? There has to be like a, like a buzzer from the other teams where like, bzzz. we know guys. We know he's a quarterback. No, he's not. <laughs> Rounds 5 through 7 were offensive tackles. Rounds 8 through 11 were cornerbacks. And rounds 12 were quarterbacks again. That's day one. Day one. Okay. And you're like, but friend, they didn't draft any wide receivers or safeties or centers or linebackers or guards or defensive tackles or running backs or fullbacks or outside linebackers or kickers or punters or tight ends or long snappers. Okay, boys. Sorry I didn't mention that was all day two. Day two. So in total, 280 players selected during the inaugural again. The re-inaugural? The second annual inaugural? Yeah. 
USFL draft. So each team gets 38, uh, 38 spots. You draft 35 of them. You can add 10 players after the draft, and then you trim down from there. Cool. All right. Simple math. There's a supplemental draft uh, later after the fact. If you, like, guys get released or whatever, you can figure it all out, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, here we go. Standouts, okay? From, I'm going to make mention of a couple boys real quick. Okay. Offensive tackle, Teton Saltes, is that correct? You tell me. Played here in New Mexico. Teton Saltes. Thank you. Teton Saltes, who I believe won an award here, right? Yes, he won a national award, yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From New Mexico, he's playing. He's in the league. He's the bee's pajamas. Good guy. All right, so he's in. Cornerback Jalen Burrell, he's in too. Ooh. So, I mean, there's New Mexico is represented, which I'm into. What teams did they wind up on? So that's a follow-up question I wasn't prepared for. (laughs) (laughs) But a quick Google search will tell you that obviously – if you want to continue following the playing career of young Teton, it's not updated on his Wikipedia yet. Yeah, but Young Teton would be a good SoundCloud rapper name. Write that one down. Okay. Done. But he is now a USFLer, which I'm into. I'm super into that. Yeah, it's not. I mean, cake. Yeah. You you Eric mentioned Huey like doesn't even have it. One week from football, are you fiending for more football? We have all the off season talk you can handle on this show. The USFL is coming. The XFL is coming. Yes, you're going to be overloaded here pretty soon. The XFL, I'm very excited about because the Rock owns it. Yes, and and St. Louis has a team, and for whatever reason, I can't quit my hometown. So here are the big standout names. Okay. That Jordan, help me out here, Tamau, who played at Ole Miss, uh-huh. he going to be in it. And if you remember, he had Heisman talks. He was the guy. I believe he was referred to as the throwing Samoan. Yeah. Oh, that guy, yeah. Super cool nickname. Yeah. So he went in the first round. Cool. Okay. Going in the second round, former first round pick out of Memphis, Paxson Lynch. That's kind of insulting to Paxson Lynch, isn't it? super insulting. Man. You're a first-rounder in the NFL, and you're a 12th-rounder <laughs> in the USFL. So are you a 12th-rounder? If you're the second-round of quarterbacks pick, that makes you a 12th-rounder. Because that's in the 12th round. It's in the 12th round, whatever that means. You're the second-round of quarterbacks pick, but you're the 12th round of day one. I don't know a lot of these cats. And in case you forgot a guy... Or maybe a quarterback or uh, an edge rusher got sick or couldn't sign with you. There's no chance to pick another one on day two because quarterbacks and edge rushers aren't included on day two. Sorry. This is the first time in professional football history that the first eight draft picks of the draft are all quarterbacks. Wait, it's by design. That doesn't even count. Because you got to get them on day one. (laughs) That's stupid. Day one, round one. Shea Patterson, who went to Michigan. Uh, Or, excuse me, he didn't go to Michigan. What am I saying? This is just because it's an expansion draft, I hope. Just trying to level the playing field, and then they're going to have, like, a normal draft. Yeah, no kidding. Man, this is... Shea Patterson will also... So he went to Ole Miss. So anyway, there's a lot of guys out here. When I looked at the order of the drafts... It was weird. Like I got physically upset. I was like, "Why? Why do they have to do that?" 
Yeah, why do they? Just this let the, the, take the guys you want to take. This is the the CFL, not Canadian, as in communist football league, where you all have to have equal skilled players and pick them in the same round. It's very un-American of the USFL here. And also, who determines what, what goes where and when and why? Why quarterbacks first? And then why edge rushers second? Here are the teams you have to choose from. The Michigan Panthers, don't know where they play. The New Jersey Generals, I would assume they play at the same place that the Giants and the Jets play, but I have no idea. Philadelphia Stars, probably owned by someone in rock and roll. Pittsburgh Maulers, Birmingham Stallions, Houston Gamblers. Is that your team? Um, Probably not because it's a stupid name. New Orleans Breakers. Gambling's illegal in the state of Texas. Ooh, good point. You can't even gamble in Houston. Why is it Houston Gamblers? This, Tampa, is, this is dumb. Tampa Bay Bandits. And what's a mauler? The Pittsburgh Maulers? What is a mauler? Well, here's a fun fact. From- there's, a, there's, a, there's a picture of a guy swinging what looks to be like some kind of hammer but the name of the team is a mauler it's kind of the maybe the blue collar heritage of the steel of but Pittsburgh. i need to i need to google this obviously yeah because it does why the maulers a mauler if you get mauled it's like you got attacked by a bear shape from brandon ortega shea patterson transferred from ole miss to michigan that's why i had that confused he's also the cousin of lobo basketball player clay patterson well, looky there. A lot of athleticism in the family. I'm in on this. I'm going to watch exactly one game. <laughs> I'm going to watch the first one, and then I'm going to see a lot of incomplete passes from Paxton Lynch. Paxton Lynch ain't even going to play. He's the second quarterback on the team. I mean, it's an open competition here in Tampa for the Bandits. A backup. 12th rounder. <laughs> what is a mauler? Cinderella story. <laughs> what is a mauler? Guy who hammers on steel. When we get back, we're going to tell you what a mauler is, okay? A mauler. I'm going to say it's a type of fish. I feel like it's like, like one of those fish that has the light out in front of its head, like that's in deep waters. I think that's correct. They couldn't even hang in the first USFL. The maulers? Only lasted one season in 84. Hold on. So this is a rescrub. Yes. All the teams are. All the names are the same. That's so. All right. I'm going to need a little more innovation here. The logo depicts a worker swinging a large hammer, as an ode to the steel workers that Pittsburgh history is known for. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I get that part. What's a mauler? Well, it's like what's a packer? What's well, a meat packer? That's that's what this is. This is the the packer of meat of of meat that's metal metal meat. A meat metal mauler. Everyone says that. I'm going to erase that last sentence out of my head. It's like a deli sandwich. I was still a, you didn't realize how gross that no, was. No, yeah. That was. A metal meat mauler? I a feel like. A metal meat mauler. That's, that's way worse than unbaked seeds. Baked. Who's the quarterback of the maulers? We don't know. Draft doesn't make a ton How, of sense. The first Maulers got Mike Rozier, and they still failed. That's that's bad. Up next, 
We're breaking down the lineup of the Pittsburgh Maulers, and we're very excited about it. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. D, Sports Animal. We obviously are not breaking down the Pittsburgh Maulers roster of the USFL. Oh, man. I don't Google doesn't know most of these guys. I can't tell you about them. I Googled a couple of them, and Google said, are you sure you spelt that correct? Yeah. And they gave me other suggestions. I Googled Josh Love, new quarterback for the Pittsburgh Maulers, and it was like, do you mean Jordan Love? I don't know if I do. You might. Did he just, is it just Jordan Love with, like, a Groucho Marx glasses and mustache so he could finally get to play for someone? Like Uncle Drew kind of thing? Mm-hmm. That's very funny. Yeah. Mauler meaning a strong blue collar steel worker. Oh yeah, by the way, Mauler doesn't mean anything. It means what you think it means. Was it a fish? It's not a fish. It's someone that abuses someone else with their hands. That's a Mauler. Five oh five two four six zero six ten. Are you That's... from Pittsburgh and have a separate meaning for the word Mauler? That's a good one. Yeah, call the program. If you know what, forget it. Doesn't even have to be Pittsburgh. If you're from Lancaster, I don't care where you're from. But if you're from Pennsylvania, call the program. Yeah, we have an aggressive amount of people listening to us right now. One of them has to know what a mauler is. Okay, so I felt for a second like I was an idiot. Turns out I was only kind of an idiot. So a Mongolian mauler is featured in the sixth episode of the fourth season of River Monsters, okay? Go on. When River Monsters hears of a recent bloody attack in remote Mongolian River, Jeremy Wade, star of River Monsters, wonders if it could be the work of the giant of a giant fish so rare that it's more legend than fact. This man-sized monster is said to be one of the strongest. And I won't break it down for y'all, but... I think this is just a flat-out coincidence. Because <laughs> I've never heard of a mauler. Yeah, it's not a real word. I think I think it's a it's like a video game gun in Halo. I think it's just like a like a twenties style, thirties style boxer. Oh yeah, that is what it is. Like bare knuckle style. Uh, yeah, that Jack Jackson there. He's a real mauler. Yeah, fish hook you right. Uh, oh, I went back to fish. <laughs> Yeah, he's a real mauler. See, yeah. look at those knuckles. Yeah, don't let him get on top of you there, Squinty. They're like, what? Stop calling me Squinty. I just prescription glasses are not affordable in the 1920s. I just I have to squint a lot. We don't use gloves here in Pittsburgh. See, hmm. we're real maulers out here. Poor eyesight guy. Try some turpentine. I think it just it's the actual definition of what a mauler is, but. For whatever reason, they got a guy swinging a hammer. I think in the early instead ni- of like hands. I think in the early 90s I was a mauler because I would play a lot of Street Fighter 2 at the mall, and I think that's when I became a mauler. Okay. Play a lot of Mortal Kombat at the at the, at the Tilt Arcade at the mall. I was a mauler. Got your friend's 15th birthday presents from Spencer's Gifts when you were a mauler? EB Toys. Taking it way back. That's how I know I was a mauler. <sighs> or maybe like you're uh, from Houston and... Want to be a mauler. Uh, talking about a shot collar. Mm. How how big are the rims on your impaler? 
Major League Baseball met today. Here's the updates. They're going to cancel games. They're not going to make them up, and players aren't going to get paid. And owners got duped in the idea that a lockout was going to speed up the process because they are dumb, and people that represent them are dumb, and the players are, like, standing steadfast. I don't blame them. It's the the Walter Sobchak approach. I'm staying. I'm finishing my coffee. According to Josh Nelson, who tweeted – this revenue number using the Chicago White Sox gate as an average because that's kind of a good balance between East Coast West Coast prices. Blah blah blah. Major League Baseball teams are going to lose around seven hundred thousand per home game. Cool. Okay. Cool. I mean, that's going to happen. They did not make progress today. They are not going to make progress. Well, like I do with most things in my life, I push back the goalpost a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then my new prediction is close a business Friday. Mm. Which is my original prediction of close of business on Friday. But now it's just a different Friday. (laughs) So, starring Ice Cube. The 25th. Mike Epps. Next Friday. And then I'll... Friday after next. Yes, I see the references here. I get it. <laughs> one side has to blink. Which one will it be? Oh, MLB. It has to be. Yeah. They're going to give in. They're just waiting as long as possible. I just need free agency to flourish. I need trades to commence. Maybe this is better for baseball junkies like us. Just having to wait a little bit longer, a little bit longer, a little bit longer, because it's going to be so good once you get that um, hey, little taste of baseball on your you, lips. Are you talking about crack? Is that what you're talking about right now? Yes, I'm. Yeah, because I'm waiting to hear I'm the comparing. crack. I'm waiting to hear the crack of the bat. That's what I'm addicted yes. to. The pop of the mitts, Michael. Opening day will come. In in like May. <laughs> Whenever it will. Gosh. We're 15 short minutes away from Mike Dominguez, head coach in New Mexico Highlands University, joining us to talk about the boys in the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference. More to come. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Come rain or shine. High winds or mild breezes. Blue skies or gray. It's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. This report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Well, the good news this afternoon, that crash northbound I-25 near Gibson, as well as the one eastbound I-40 between Tramway and Carnewell have both been cleared. The bad news, we've still got that crash westbound on I-40 approaching 6th Street. We've got slowdowns and backups going all the way back to Carlisle. Also slowdowns this afternoon, Paseo westbound starting at Jefferson, and they're going to go all the way through to Coors. My fellow Americans, today is the day for all of us to come together as one nation and upgrade our rides at the Malloy Los Lunas President's Day sales event, MalloyLosLunas.com. This report is brought to you by Malloy Los Lunas. If you see an accident, call the Traffic Tracker hotline at 767-9167. Brought to you by American Home Furniture and Mattress, Visit any of their stores today or shop online at AmericanHome.com. I'm Michael Carlisle from the 96.3 News Radio KKOB Traffic Center. 
This is Maggie Gray with the CBS Sports Minute, sponsored by Southern Recipe Pork Rinds. Be big, be bold, be adventurous with Southern Recipe Pork Rinds. By all accounts, LeBron James's relationship with the Lakers front office isn't in a great place. The best way for LeBron to make sure his Lakers run is remembered as a success, win against all odds. LeBron leading the ninth place Lakers to the finals would certainly count as a Hollywood ending. Winning a second title in LA and his reputation would be unassailable. I'm Maggie Gray. Southern Recipe Pork Rinds. Southern Recipe Pork Rinds have the bacon-y crunch you crave in a protein-packed, low-carb snack. They're the pork rind that tastes best for just about any event. Southern Recipe Pork Rinds are also low-sugar, gluten-free, and naturally loaded in collagen, so it's a no-brainer. Get through the daily grind with Southern Recipe Pork Rinds at southernrecipe.com today. Southern Recipe Pork Rinds. Available in the snack aisle at your local Safeway today. Count on the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts to recommend the best products for your vehicle and budget. Get maximum cooling system performance for 10 years or 300,000 miles with Peak Long Life Universal Premixed Antifreeze and Cooler. Now just $3.99 after mail-in rebate. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's record with his 715th home run in April 1974, announcer Vince Scully let the crowd roar for a minute and a half. Then he said, what a marvelous moment for the country and the world. A black man is getting a standing ovation in the Deep South for breaking a record of an all-time baseball idol. It's a great moment for all of us. It was not fame I sought, but rather to be the best baseball player that I could possibly be. We salute the late baseball legend, Hank Aaron, during Black History Month. Like what you hear? You could actually work here. 95.9 FM and AM610 is now hiring entry-level part-time positions like board operators. Join the Sports Animal team for the excitement of live radio, live sporting events. World Champs, baby! With career advancement opportunities, a great staff, and the best part-time job you'll ever have. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Apply today at cumulusmedia.com slash careers. This hour of Two Men On, brought to you by Bernalillo County DWI Prevention. Go to burncode.gov for more information. If your child has endured remote learning during the last two years, it's past time to consider what's best. During that time, Calvary Christian Academy has been open with in-person learning. With small teacher-to-student ratios, the students get to engage with their peers, which CCA believes is the best way to learn. Calvary Christian Academy prides itself as a close community teaching with a biblical foundation. Open enrollment for next school year is on now. Your child can go to school at Calvary. Calvary Christian Academy. For tours and more information, visit Calvary Christian Academy, abq.org. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I'll make 200 to $300 this year. 
wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code TIME for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TIME for up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TIME. Mardi Gras will be back in full force when it returns to New Orleans on March 1st. You don't have to be in the Big Easy to enjoy jambalaya, dirty rice, and rich king's cake. No matter how you plan to celebrate this year, if you're going to drink, take a ride on us. Together we can end DWI. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the Sports Animal is partnered with Bernalillo County Department of Behavioral Health Services, Sandoval County DWI Prevention, and Ron Bell Injury Lawyers to help end DWI. So put on your best purple, gold, and green, grab your best throws, and get ready to pass a good time. Open the Uber app now, and under vouchers, enter the code BEADS22 in all caps. After the festivities, request an Uber, and we'll pay up to $15 for your ride. This offer is good for the first 500 people use the code between noon on Tuesday, March 1st, and 3 a.m. on Wednesday, March 2nd, for up to two rides per person. Enjoy Mardi Gras 2022 and take a ride on us. Together, we can end DWI. The Duke City's home for sports. Hell yeah. Yes. That's a yes. This is 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. So JJ is at Fresno State with some garbage internet. Allegedly, I believe Fresno State is in Fresno, California. Yes, Michael, can you confirm that? Yes, it oh, is. Okay, Geography One Hundred and One, U.S. Geography, not Fresno, Mexico. Two wildly different places. Are they wildly different? Yes. One is in a country and the other one is in a different country. I like that you refer to America as the country. I said uh, not the. Mm, I heard what I wanted. <laughs> so JJ not joining us to cross talk the Lady Lobos uh, because, well, he's uh, he's not available yet. So, I mean, if the time comes, we will get him. If it doesn't, I mean, so is life, right? I mean, you can go one day. I can already tell you what's going to happen. They're going to win. That's what's going to happen. They're going to win. And then we get to hear more about it tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and Amory, which I will, again, put on the television at the YMCA. 22-7. and seven. They're having that year. Some promise there. So, some promise. They're the truth, dog. How many games are left? Two? Two women's games? Is that right? Yeah. And UNLV is still out in front, or am I wrong in that? Yeah, they're up a game, I think, over UNM. It's a game or a half game. I think it's a game. Two game. games. They're two games they're behind. Two games? Yeah, because they're 22-4, and 14-1 in conference. Got to be cheating. It's fixed. Vegas. Who's got a beat on Tarkanian? I can't argue with anything you're saying. Coach Bradbury's like, listen, just go win these two games. We might not be number one, we'll be number two, but we'll just win the entire thing. 
It's the best. Right now, they're playing as good as they play. Like, right now, they're the team. But UNLV is on, like, is it 14 in a row, Mike? Is that right? I believe it's 12 or 14. No. They're, they're receiving, like, AP votes, too. It's yeah. no joke for them. Yeah, they, they had an incredible run here. UNM's a little two-game, a little streaky here. I'm into it. Now, the Rebels need to lose twice. Can they? Probably not. Right. Probably not. Well, you go you're, you go on a huge win streak, and you you lose one, and sometimes the dominoes all fall apart. So It's pretty tough in women's, too, if you don't win the regular season or the tournament. Mountain West isn't going to get a lot of at-berths, at-large berths. Yeah, because last year New Mexico won the tournament, and they didn't get in. Which was heartbreaking. Because of the COVID. Yeah. The Corvids. And I, you would love to see, like, super senior, like, De La Serta get a chance to. Yes. Yeah, go dance, girl. Just light go it up. Go dance. Because if they get there. She'll be putting up 40 a game in the playoffs. Love that. She's averaging about 15, but she's got about averaging about six assists. Then you look at the rebounds anywhere from, you know, six to eight to ten. She does a lot of things, plays good defense, so she's all around their best player. All of their starters are averaging double digits. Talk about sharing the ball. The Duff sisters, De La Serta. Magruder's been unreal. 14-4 a game? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah, and they're all seniors too. So. The whole starting lineup, yeah. So a lot's been expected of them this year. Yep. To- I'm in on it. And then everyone everyone on the bench, it's all freshmen and sophomores. So once they are able right. to step up next year, team's going to be good for a long time. That's all right. Couldn't get JJ. That's all right. I don't know a ton about WNBA basketball, and I don't know a ton about the pro leagues that aren't WNBA basketball. But I, I look at like this women's Lobos team, and I'm like, I feel like if anyone wanted to go on to the next level, De La Serta would be the girl. Obviously the Duffs. I mean, there's... I see both of them. Yeah. Hey, forget it. Sign name, image, likeness with WWE. Just get over there. Mm. That's where the money's at. Smart. That's where the money is. Wicked smart. Those two girls for Fresno State, they have they got the WWE name, image, likeness deal. The twins. Cavenders. Is that what they are? Hannah and Haley Cavenders. The twins. Mm-hmm. Name, image, likeness from WWE. There's so much money in college athletics now. So much money. Good. Coming in next, friend of the show, friend in real life, head coach of the New Mexico Highlands University men's basketball team, which has been on fire. Killing it. They're looking to lock up a they're looking to lock up a spot in the tourney? In the tourney? They're gonna be in the Mountain West tourney? Man, they started one in ten. Mike Dominguez said nah. Nah, fam. We ain't doing this. No. This ain't how we roll. About to get you back to it. I am I am absolutely pumped for senior night on Saturday. You're coming up there. Yeah. You're going to host some activities. That's going to be That's fun. That's right. Mike Dominguez coming up next. Two men on 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. My very good friend Mike Dominguez, head coach in the Mexico Highlands Cowboys, recently went streaking van. Hey, we got that in common. <laughs> <laughs> ran off eight of them in a row in conference 
dropped one, got one back, and now they're one away from having one of the spots in the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference Tournament. Coach Domingos, welcome to the program. What's going on? Thanks for having me. Hey, thank you for what you're doing up there in Las Vegas, my man. Big round of applause on our end. We are on the come up here, Cowboys fans. Coach, what's up with your squad, and where did you find all this life halfway through the season? Yeah, uh, it's been quite the ride. Um, a lot of different things have kind of gone into it. You know, the biggest thing is our guys did throw in the towel, man. That's what I'm more most proud of is, you know, we're 1-10. in 10, Half our conference season is over. Um, you know, out of those 10 losses, you know, seven of them, eight of them have been by, you know, four or less. Um, and our guys could easily have just kind of just said, you know, screw it and, and just not just not not care, you know, um, and for them not to and to put ourselves in the position we're in right now to to get in the RMAC tournament and and go into a one game playoff, you know, where where anything can happen and where where we've you know we've won the RMAC tournament as a seventh seed in in 2019, man, anything can happen. So for us to put us in that in that position, it's a testament to the guys. Obviously, the big streak broken this past Saturday. Then a key win yesterday, man. Key win yesterday as the Cowboys put up one hundo to pull out a four-point victory over UC Colorado Springs, which, by the way, I think I low-key hate. I'm not going to say that on the radio. (laughs) Then to get the big win. Now, on senior night at home, you win the one, Coach. Coach, you win the one, and you get one of the spots in the tournament? Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, it's it's nice that one we control our own destiny, um, and, and two, yeah, it was a big win last night in, in Colorado Springs. It's the first time that Highlands has won in Colorado Springs since 2011. Also, good. So um, it was just a good win for our guys. We came out, you know, had a I think 12, 13, 14 point lead um, in the first half. I think they cut it down to nine at halftime. Um, they came out and made a run like I know they would. You know, they're at home and they're not just going to roll over. They're a good team. You know, they're right now they're fourth in in the league. You know, out of out of fifteen teams, and they made a run. They got a lead, and we were able to fight back and and get the lead back. You know, I think with about two and a half minutes left, and and then we never gave it up. And guys knocked down free throws to to ice the game. Six of six in the final moments, man. Ooh, we coach, you're so humble. Yeah. Not not one peep out of you. Like, yeah, I had to go into the locker room and throw some chairs. I put this team on my back, and, and they rode my moment. <laughs> you're, such a, you're, yeah. coach, you're such a coach's player, man. But from a coaching no, standpoint, did you – It's been the guys. I mean, it's, they're the ones that bought, have, have, have sold out and, and bought into what it is we're trying to do. It took a little bit more time than I was wanting or what the plan was. Um, and because it's you know it's like what I told him I think I told him this after the fourth or fifth game we won in a row was like fellas it's not like my scheme has changed I would love to say I'm Xing and Owing it and doing all these different things to help us win games but like the the stuff I'm saying now that we're executing is the stuff I said in day one and you guys are executing it and they're 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 100 bought in and when you're 100 bought in in anything you do in life you know. Um, you're, you're going to have a chance to be successful. Well, you've been hanging around with Fred Slow because you just stole my next question, and that's what his—that's what he does. I was going to ask you about the X's <laughs> and O's, but what's what's the vibe like in the locker room? What's the vibe right like, especially with these like seniors and upperclassmen who had a dark season hanging over them at one and ten, 
and then turned it around and have something to play for. Yeah, no, it's 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 been you know obviously locker room has been so much better. I mean, winning uh, takes care of a lot of problems. Losing causes a lot of problems. And for us, we were just a lot of it too. We were getting in our own way. You know, there was games we missed. You know, we weren't making free throws like we did down the stretch to to end the game. We had games like that where we weren't making the right plays. We weren't getting the stop at the end. We weren't getting the defensive rebound. You know, just little things that add up in college basketball. And and now we're doing all the little things. And and what it comes down to is them just caring. You know, that's what we, we've talked about. That's what I write down in the locker room. You know, before we go out and, and play every game, it's compete and care. And it's care about the little things. Care about, you know, don't care about just how many points you score or or, or what. Care about taking a charge, getting a, a defensive rebound, getting the stop when you guys need it, hitting free throws, um, doing the stuff that doesn't always go up in the, in the, in the box score. A lot of New Mexico kids and your team coach, you know, I talk about it every time I talk about the Cowboys, Mario Archuleta, Tyler Rogers, Desmond Carpenter. They talk a little bit about, like, the New Mexico-born player that is contributing to this Cowboys team and why it's so important to this state. Oh, no, they're – they're they're the 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 rock of our team for the most part. Um, part of it is they're the ones that have been here since they're freshmen. Um, you know the other kids that that we we recruit and sign a lot of them sometimes are transfers. So they, you know, some are here for only a year, some are two years. You know, if we're lucky, we get them a little bit longer. Um, but the New Mexico kids are are the four year kids, so they've been a part of the program for 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 so many years, and they understand the expectation and what it is we're trying to do. You know, Desmond has. You know, this is his fifth year with with the COVID year, um, and he's been playing since he's a freshman. And he's, I'm just so happy for him. He's had such a a, a great year. Um, you know, he's 16 points away from a thousand, which hopefully he can get on Saturday. Um, if not, at least get it. Uh, if we get into the playoffs, he'll get another game to to get it. So I'm happy for him. He leads the the league in steals. I think he's like eighth in the country in in, in steals in Division Two. Um, and he just plays so hard. He doesn't pout, doesn't just compete, man. And and Mario and you know Mario's been on this team for three years, and for the previous two years he didn't play at all, really. And he never he never pouted. He never hung his head. He just put in the work. And and now he's playing, you know, thirty five minutes a game, and he's been starting, and he's a big contributor to to our team, and as is Tyler Rogers and. Eric and Sonnenberg, Eric Sonnenberg yeah. and yeah, everybody has their own little story, and and each of them, the reason they're having success is because they're they're bought into what it is I'm trying to do here and what we're trying to do at Highlands, and and, and that's the big reason why why we're successful. Now, Van, you don't know this about Desmond Carpenter, but the steals thing, like Desmond Carpenter has hands that you don't test. Like he has the fastest hands I've ever seen, like on ball defense, and then. When like shooting off ball, it's like he's he's almost like a thought or a step ahead. And coach, when you're when you're teaching that stuff, when you're when you're putting your guys in position defensively to do those things, does it take a special athlete like Desmond Carpenter, or is it all scheme? Is it all the way you work it out? Um, I mean, a little bit of the scheme, but I mean, for the most part, it's Desmond's motor. Yeah, I mean, the kid doesn't stop. He just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes, and I mean. And he's doing all this without us even pressing. Usually we are, we're a pressing team, and because of numbers and, and, and where we're at, it's just not the right, you know, so we just can't do that right now this year. Um, but I can only imagine if we were pressing every game, 
what, where he would be at. You know, he, he'd probably lead the nation in steals. Right. Um, but it, it's him, man. He's just. I mean, he's the compl- he's the guy that gets the compliment from the random people in the stands that will randomly just come up to me, don't even know my team, don't know me, and just be like, hey, I love number one. And 99% of the time it's because of how hard he plays. Coach, without giving away too much to your opponent, because I know they're listening in for scouting. Obviously. For scouting purposes, obviously. <laughs> Out in Rapid City. <laughs> you know it. You know they are. Without giving away too much to your opponent, what what's the keys to the game to get a win and sneak into the playoffs? Um, I think just what we've been doing these last you know ten games that we we've been on this streak is defending and rebounding. Um, we're defending at a higher level. We're holding you know I think during these ten games we're holding teams to I think forty three percent shooting. Anytime you're you know forty three or lower, forty two or lower you're going to give yourself a chance to win a lot of games. Um, and we're doing that by defending at a high level. Guys are understanding gaps and, and who we're helping off of and who we're trying to take away. And and then they're finishing the play by, by rebounding and not giving up offensive boards. Because um, if you do those things, you're always going to be in the game, whether you're shooting bad or, or you're having a great shooting night. Um, you always give yourself a chance if you defend and rebound. And that's kind of what – what, what we've been about these last 10 games and, and why we've had success, and that's what's going to lead to success on Saturday is, is defending and rebounding at a high clip. Your rotation is down to about seven or eight athletes, and they're playing a lot of minutes, and they're putting a lot of contribution. Yeah, Obviously, you have like a structured day off often in this. Are guys taking that day off, or is there such an investment right now to where there's at least shoot-around every day? Like your guys, your guys are playing until the end of the year. Yeah, no. we Like today's a day off. Um you know, I'm, I'm assuming none of them, when I was there until about one, no, none of them came through, which is okay. We got home at three in the morning last night. That's too late. So I, I don't, ex- yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> expect them to, to come in and get shots up. And right now, you know, our practices have been, I mean, mild, if, if more, if more than anything, a glorified shoot around. Right. Um, just because of our numbers, you know, all the COVID games we had to make up, I think we had to play 10 games now in the month of February. You know, where we're playing basically five games a week, you know, Friday, Saturday, a Tuesday, Wednesday, and then a Friday, Saturday again. Um, so our guys are in a good rhythm also. Um, but, yeah, we we try to emphasize on, you know, just keeping them off as much as we can. We just do a lot of shooting, scouting. Um, so when the game comes, you know, we're, we're hauling some guys 40, 38 minutes that we we need to conserve all the energy we can. Coach, you got not only Fred, but me and Robert coming up this weekend. We're going to make senior night. Senior night. Senior night is going to be turned all the way up. Can you talk about the excitement oh. of senior night? Can you talk about the city of Las Vegas coming out to uh, to support the boys and the girls on Saturday night against South Dakota? Yeah, we got a lot of different things going. Obviously, the first one is senior night, which will, you know, senior night's always special for everybody. Um, not everybody gets to play college athletics. And, uh, you know, these guys have lo- been lucky enough to, to play college and, and be part of a team. And, you know, it's always a special night just because you go through so much in your college career from injuries to the ups, the downs, you know, the not playing well, the playing great. You know, there's just there's so much that goes into it. Um, so for them to, to be able to just have a senior night and, and have it be about them is going to be special. Um, and then we have a community outreach game where i think everybody's getting in free this weekend free community Um, day this saturday you're absolutely right coach yeah yeah so 
hopefully that will help bring in a, a lot more people. Obviously, it's an exciting game uh, for you know at least on the, for the for the men's side of uh, of us having a chance to you know win and get in the playoffs. And and then we're also honoring the 2008-2009 uh, men's basketball team that had the biggest turnaround in NCAA history. You know the year that 2007-2008 team they went one and 26 I think, and then the following year. Um, Coach Harge took over, and they went twenty and eight and won the RMAC West Division title. And they had a, a you know a ton of New Mexico kids on that roster. Um, Roman Andrade from 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 Albuquerque, who I played against and uh, was a big rival of mine through throughout high school, was was one of their best players. Chris Dunn from Hobbs. Um, so we're we're going to have anywhere between ten to twelve guys from that team coming back, and we're going to honor them at halftime too. So. A lot of different things going on and, and hopefully brings everybody together and everybody out to the game. Women play at 2, men play immediately following or 4 o'clock at the Wilson Complex. Come up to Highlands, hang out with your boys. We're going to be there celebrating the team and doing a lot of fun interaction with the crowd and everyone in attendance, and we're going to do it hopefully in the celebration of a Highlands Cowboys win yeah. and a seat in the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference Tournament. Coach Dominguez, thank you so much. No, Thank you guys for having me. I always love coming on. Thanks, Coach. It's good, dude. He is a good one of the boys. Before we get back, another one of the boys. Sherman Carter is going to join us. We're going to talk about the Duke City Gladiators. They had their tryouts this uh, today and yesterday, man. They had them, and we're going to do that. We're going to see if there's any talent coming off these streets to play on this turf. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Up against the Lady Lobos game. Joining us in the studio, head coach of your Duke City Gladiators, Sherman Carter. Coach Carter, how are you? Yo, yo, I am doing well, man. Excited to be back. Thanks for having me, guys. What are you doing there? You wearing, you wearing Gladiators gear? You working I today? Am, What's yeah. up? We had tryouts you today. You did. Man, day two of tryouts. Yesterday man. and today. Yesterday and today. Right. So a lot of talent came out. A lot, a lot of athletes want to be Gladiators. Yep. I mean, tell us a little bit about the tryouts. Tell us so, tryouts, man. It was a, a four-hour Ruger. Or, uh, it was Mahler. crazy. It's a Pittsburgh Mauler. Yeah, that's what it, was. <laughs> it was. It was rough, but to say the least, we had some athletes out there that decided they wanted to come be gladiators. And, okay, and it paid off. It but paid off. All, all like Volcano Visto grads, or like from all over. Oh, no, we had all over. Uh, yeah. We had some former college players, um, and we had a quarterback that came out and he wanted to compete. So Nate Davis, watch out! Wait, who's this? Who's this? All right, who's this quarterback? Uh-oh. His name is Chris. He's Nate uh, the Great. He, he lives in Arizona. Um, all right, Chris, you don't know his last name because you just signed him. But exactly. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna find out who this cat is because he, he's pretty good, man. He, he's well, got it. I'm I'm glad you got somebody, Coach, because I was gonna throw my helmet into the ring and be like, I'll be Nate's backup, yeah. I guess. Oh man, so this guy, uh, he ran his first forty. We were impressed. He uh, he ran like a four six seven. Man, I was surprised for. Okay, okay. well and that's he's, one he's thing. Six four. That's a skill set that I do not provide. <laughs> no, I could hit a slant. I could hit it out. I could throw a nice deep ball. Yeah. But it's, it looks like I'm running in slow motion. Oh man, we, yeah, it's a, it's a nice offset to what Nate can do. He's we, a pocket passer. We got some good video of us at the NFL Experience when we went to the Super Bowl last yeah. week of us running like some obstacle courses. So if you need any example of our athleticism, oh, man. we are terrible. I would love to put that on the big screen. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Halftime show right there. Hey, so, we got we got laughs. We are we may not get oohs and ahs, but we get laughs. How far are we from opening day? Opening opening day, day opening kickoff. What am I saying? Opening kickoff. So home or away? 
You tell me. All right. So home game. We're going to be March 26, 6 p.m. at That's the Real Rancher crazy. Event Center. Yeah, baby. We'll be there. That is- camp. camp starts March 3rd, though. So we're we're coming up on that. So Squad set. Squad is set, man. I mean, I'll take a few more guys, but you know. For the most part, we're we're totally good. How do you feel about them? Though? I'm confident, man. Yeah. The, the camaraderie is great. The guys get out there on the Saturdays and Sundays and throw passes. Man, it's it's awesome. I'm just excited to get out there and coach them. Did you get some good contributors today? We like did. not just roster fillers. You got yeah. some people like, hey, these guys are going to play. They're oh, going to yeah. contribute. Yeah, I mean, it's unreal. We uh, so during that afterwards, uh, the guys went out and just did their own thing. You know, because we can't have uh, them out there practicing yet. So right. Sure. Once we left the field, they got out there and they did a few routes, and oh my goodness, it, yeah. it's unreal. All right, Defensive so, line's good. I mean, everyone. Serta, I can't wait to see Serta. Yeah, it's like that. Oh man, it's he 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 has a D line in front of him that will give him that free time that he needs. The so here I got some questions. Yeah, the guys, the names I know, mm-hmm. the guys I know, the guys that catch the ball. Yeah, they all come back. Is is Xavier Amy coming back? He wants to come back, so I'm I'm waiting for him to get in contact with me. So he has a little bit of time until March third. So. I mean, I got his number. You mean uh, what's up? You're I just, got his number. Oh, okay. I'm just waiting <laughs> on him to pick up the phone after you know we're playing phone tag. So uh, my boy from the three one four Dello Davis, he's back for sure. Big Dello, he's already in town. You know, making a name for himself. Yeah. Sweet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Jared Elmore coming back. Um. He may come back. I can't say for sure. Okay, yet. It might be towards the end of the season. Uh, he was a he was a maybe last time yeah. I heard. Yeah, He's, he, he, he wears to, like, he wears too many hats, bro. Yeah, yeah. He got he's a like lot. Now. It's like all we all got a lot of life. Yeah, sure. And he's he's a high school coach, so okay. Okay, so we might have some new names catching the ball, is what yeah. you're saying. But said said is back. Big says. Oh yeah. Big said is back, so okay. I'm excited to see what he can do. So you got Nate Davis. You got skill on the outside. You got a lot of possibility with the team. Who's kicking for you? We got Cody. Cody is back. He was a former okay, gladiator. Good. Yeah, so he's excited to be back. Uh, he hit me up on Facebook. His agent hit me up so many times. And, <laughs> you know, he wants to come back home, I guess you would say. And you know how Gina is. She loves her returning players. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> she, she wants you to be here and stay here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, lifers. yeah. She yeah. wants lifers. She will sell you the house you can live in. Exactly. She does, <laughs> yeah. does not mind. <laughs> So, uh, so what, there's eight home games, is that right? Eight home games. And yeah. you're 8-0 and at home, that's the plan. That, that is the plan. Half of them on the road. 18-0 is the plan. Oh, it's like that. Plus playoffs. Forget 12-4. Yeah. and four. Oh, forget that. Yeah, who wants that? I mean, not me. I don't yeah. want that at all. So it's a collision course with you and Arizona again, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, ta- ta- this time they can't cheat. No. Can we talk about We're Arizona real quick? A cheat you once. Yeah. Yeah. We're still in their house, so you never know. Right. It's good old uh, <laughs> I pl- guy, Kevin Guy. I plan on seeing 10 Gladiators games in person this year because I'm going to the Rattlers mm-hmm. for 100% I'm going to that, and I'm going to Northern Arizona. Okay. I'm going to see 10 Gladiators games in person. Beat yeah, that. If you need a place to stay in Northern Arizona. Do not put your mom's place out there as an option. Sa- Sandy K <laughs> is just a wonderful cook. The sheets will be clean and warm. If you don't want to stay in a hotel. That means you're coming. We'll house you. Well, I mean, you're going to be sleeping in my bed. Oh, okay. We've got to figure it out, boys. i got to exactly. stay somewhere if you're in town. Home games are at the Rio Rancho Event Center. Obviously, you can connect with them. Uh, Ticketmaster, that's where you're going to get tickets. Yep. That's where you're going to figure all yep. that out. Uh, what did we miss, Coach? I know we're up against it, but what were the big standouts? You got How many players are you going to bring in from the walk-on or the uh, tryouts? Five players. We we signed five players, guys. Five of them. So it's exciting. we yeah. got a good D lineman that came out. 
uh, look like a beast. He, he wants to be a starter, so I'm excited. Um, so how do those contracts work? So if a guy comes out, but mm-hmm. say he today also got drafted by the USFL, yeah, like how does that work? We don't identify them because they're not they haven't proven themselves yet. So we don't identify them as a league to us. Okay. So oh. I mean, as far as a waiver goes, we're not going to give them a waiver just because our league doesn't see them as a solidified league yet. Just because they're beginning. I like that. So, Sweet. Is that a conversation that some of the athletes in the IFL had? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had some players thinking that, you know, the grass is greener on the other side. Well, it's turf where you play turf. Yeah, it's turf. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's, that's, it's funny you say that because that's the way we treat other radio shows mm-hmm. except for the opening drive. See? I would say yeah. there – if. If the opening drive called me and was like, Fred, we're ready to like call you up, I would I would request a waiver immediately. <laughs> and I would say, yes, the opening drive, thank you. That's yeah. that's literally where I want to be. <laughs> thank you for letting me play on the JV team with you, Van, for so long. <laughs> Welcome to the staff of Two Men On, Coach. Oh, so, man, exactly. I'm ready. Sweet. Let's Put me in, Coach. <laughs> uh, so it's all practices. You just, I, and obviously the Gladiators are super involved in the community, but you're going to cut yeah. back on that a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. Focus on the team. Focus on the product and the field. What do I expect to see if I haven't been to a Gladiators game yet this season from your squad? You expect, I mean, we're going to be loud and proud. Um, I know we're going to have our fans behind us. Uh, we're going to have some running backs. Man, we got some good running backs. Yeah. Did I tell you about Quinn Some New Mexico Hicks? legends, too. Yeah, man. And and you got our running backs that are already here that plan on showing us some stuff. So I'm excited. Ronnie Daniels is going to be out there. That's going to be sweet. He's excited. I mean, he every day he's He's going to bring a section every game. Coach? There's going to be a section of fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every, all right. Call Scott Cregan over at Graphic Connection. Yeah. Just get Ronnie Daniels. What's it, what number he's wearing? 22? Um, I'm not sure yet. Okay. Just get Ronnie Daniels jerseys all day. Yeah. People are warm. There could be the, the Ronnie fam oh, over man. there. Sorry. Yeah. Write that down. That. Yeah. Write, write everything about that. <laughs> Nate Davis is back. Obviously, you got Nate at quarterback. That's yeah. going to give your team an opportunity to win. Mm-hmm. He last year was the offensive MVP, and I thought that was an embarrassment. I thought it was offensive an insult. Offensive player of the year. Yeah. Player of the year. Yeah, because he was not the league MVP. No, he was not. And I know he, similar to Michael Jordan, took that personally. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Watch out. Watch out. That's what Watch the Rattlers out. get. They're, he's going to show them this year. Does he call you every day and whisper into the phone and say, hey, I mean, we don't need run plays. Coach. Oh, Does <laughs> he like that? He's like, why did you get all these running backs? Oh, what are you doing? Ronnie Daniels? He better be a wide receiver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they better learn how to catch. We'll say that. <laughs> We're excited for the Gladiators. Uh, they are kicking off insanely soon, so get ready for the excitement they're going to bring to sports in the community. Uh, I know we don't talk about this enough. Congratulations on the Rio Rancho Event Center. Thank you. It's a far superior venue to where the Gladiators were previous. 100%. 100 percent yes sir coach anything we missed about the team just excited fans come out and support us we're, we love you we thank you and uh we're looking forward to 2022 van any final words before we go well too much for the time allotted so whatever we didn't cover tonight make sure you check out the opening drive with jeff jj and amory tomorrow morning good job everyone gg see you tomorrow Burke.